Hello, everybody. Why the hell did I unmute the cat's microphone? <laughs> oh, today is Tuesday, September 29th, 2015. This is Getting Geeky. The Dodgers are up by four, and I am Miranda Janelle. I am feeling great tonight. Uh, the last week or so, I have been uh, running, cycling, walking, doing something every day of the week. And you know what? I'm sleeping better. I'm eating. I'm, I'm back to my rabbit food diet, but it doesn't matter. All, the, 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 the working out and, and the diet, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling absolutely great it gets me out every day you know because i am the kind of person uh if i don't force myself to go out i can spend an entire day inside in my pajamas uh so going out uh well it does it here's where i backpedal now i don't do that very often because you know i've i've got the job and i am so close to the office i can't use the commute uh stressing me out as an excuse to not go in anymore um but aside from that you know on, on a weekend i could very easily spend the entire day indoors in pajamas and i don't know i just I don't think I feel as good when I do that, you know? Get outside, get the get the fresh air, get the blood moving. Oh, it feels great. Um every once in a while you push yourself a little too hard and the next day you wake up with a a literal pain in your ass. Uh <laughs> Actually, I took a bad step over o over the weekend, and uh, I was really, really tight last night um, when I went out for a run, and I decided to to push it a little bit, and I I I came back with with a well, I don't think it's a pulled muscle, but I definitely strained something in my butt when I was running last night. <laughs> Sometimes I know my friends and I say things and I just imagine exactly how, uh, how, yep, there we go. There's the comments. Okay. <laughs> Hi, folks. <laughs> now, don't get all butthurt about it. That's yeah, my job. Oh. <laughs> I tell you, I really am feeling great and I'm sleeping better. That's what's that that's what's the uh the the most important thing to me. Ha, I beat you, kitty. <laughs> I'm seeing I'm see I'm seeing messages come through, but I I know that the stream goes out on a delay, so I know that I that yeah, anywho. Um <laughs> I'm going to have to turn off uh, notifications right now. They're flying in too fast. And all I'm doing is is reading them and, and, and laughing. And you guys have no idea what's going on. This is like the worst. Uh, uh... <laughs> this is, yeah. All right. I'm not going to do that anymore. <sighs> Anywho, what was I saying? Oh, I'm feeling great. 
Wait, am I Tony the Tiger? Hey, speaking of Tony, happy birthday, Tony Magno. Uh, yep, yep. It, 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 it's our resident uh, comic grading expert. Uh, it's his birthday today, so everyone, at least that's what Facebook tells me. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's accurate, though. I don't think Tony would be the kind of person to throw put in a fake birthday just to mess with people. You know, he's he he's a pretty sweet dude. He, he doesn't seem like he gets his jollies messing, messing with other people. He's not a jerk like the rest of us. <laughs> so, happy birthday, Tony. Uh, you're appreciated, dude. Alrighty. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Why? What? I'm having a little bit of a tech issue here. And this is definitely not uh, the CBC. No, I, I, I don't know what's going on, but my fans are kicking on. What is going on here? I, ha- I had this, this, this whole idea, like, I want to talk about how great I'm feeling and how much better my sleep is. And, hey, I'm actually even dreaming. Um, again, I had two dreams that I could remember last week, which uh, is actually a lot for me. And, and there's absolutely no reason for my... Uh, for my fans to be running like this. I have no idea what's going on, so I'm going to ignore it. Um, Yeah, I don't dream very often anymore, and I haven't for, well, like the last three years. And uh, every once in a while, I'll get a dream, and last week I had two. And they they weren't particularly good dreams. I mean, you know, I I wouldn't call them nightmares, but I, there's one I don't want to talk about just because it's disgusting, and then the the other it was kind of set in in the new castle, but but not so much. You know, it was just a generic home with an upstairs, and for some reason I had one of my rugs and uh, everything upstairs, and it was really tying the room together. The problem was uh, the the flooring in the upstairs was just wafer thin, absolutely wafer thin. And then there was, you know, the rug on top of it. But it was basically, everything was delicately balanced on these razor sharp, or these two by fours with razor sharp edges. And so over the 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 course of the dream, um, you know, the carpeting started to sag, uh, the uh, where i had the the rug and it's actually it was actually the rug that i have in the living room here and and i i rather like that rug it's it's quite geometric um but there's also a a sense of randomness to it it's it it's it's very pleasing for me in fact my sister called me a nerd um when when uh we were going furniture shopping uh, she went with me and helped helped me pick everything out and and oh gosh that was just such a good day hanging out with my sister um, <laughs> bought two full rooms worth of uh, furniture because that was when you know that it was right after the breakup and and I took all the electronics my my ex took all the furniture so I didn't have anything for the bedroom uh, and I didn't have. Uh, any living room furniture either and so i just i wanted to go out and find a bed and a couch and and well a bed and dresser and and then and also a couch 
and we went all over the place, checked out a whole bunch of places, and I found out, you know, just how expensive uh, living room furniture and bedroom furniture at the same time could be, and 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 this was at, at the time like I'm preparing for a move that I don't want to do. I'm completely heartbroken. Everything sucks. Why is this happening to me? Oh my god! Wah, 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 whiny seeds. Um, <laughs> Oh, but finally, um, finally, I actually ended up finding a living room set that I really liked as well as a bedroom set that I really liked. And it turned out it was at the same store and, and it turned out that, uh, they were having a sale, uh, on, on 14 piece sets. So not only did I end up, uh, getting a, uh, my, my bed, um, or, or not, not the bed, not the mattress, but because, well, actually I did. Now that I think about it, I did get a mattress with the bedroom set. And, and in fact, it's the one I gave to the cat, uh, that, that mattress didn't work out for me. I had to end up getting a new one a year later after, after a lot of back pain, but Hey, I've recovered from that now. Um, and the cat seems to absolutely love it. It's one of those foam mattresses. I really just did not like it. I, I, it, didn't do it for me, but anyhow, the, the, the cat keep, you know, or I, he hasn't said it recently, but he tells me he loves it every once in a while. Eh, we'll find out. He'll probably, he'll probably come down and be like, yeah, it's all right. Cause that's how he is. He's a butt. <laughs> anyhow, uh, ended up, ed- ended up getting, getting, uh, the bed, the mattress, um, uh, the dresser, a nightstand, um, uh, two lights, uh, for in the bedroom, uh, two pillows and, uh, and, uh, I think it even came with a sheet set and, and, uh, comforter. Um, uh, either way, it all, it all added up to a total of, uh, 14 pieces and, and I have actually since expanded, I've, uh, you know, and ended up getting a second nightstand because I have to have them balanced. That just, it, it drives me nuts. You know, why, why, why do you sell only one nightstand with your package? Who the hell wants just one nightstand? You have a lopsided room if you do that. <laughs> You're right, Jim. Those aren't pillows. <laughs> Planes, trains, and automobiles. Ah, love that movie. Um... <laughs> So screw you, I'm not having an unbalanced room. I need that second nightstand. Um and then I think even uh yeah, the other the I ended up uh moving a TV into my room eventually and I got a like 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 a dresser armoire, not an armoire, but um I don't I don't know. Just another it's not a full dresser it's just just the single set you know it's a tv stand there we go um and it matches the set so everything's all nice and matchy and 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 great and i'm very happy with 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 my bedroom furniture and uh and uh wow i'm really off on a tangent so anyway the rug came with uh the 14 piece living room set and, and which in- included uh the Regular couch, a love seat, um, two two uh, end tables, a coffee table, the rug, uh, 
two lamps and and uh it was like three or four decorative pieces uh which you know we've got out uh so anyway great set ended up getting a hell of a deal uh and did the store financing and the whole nine yards so it didn't it didn't hurt up front you know the payments were something i could handle and all all together i got you know two full room sets i think it ended up being uh just under three grand total. So I felt like I got a pretty good deal and all that furniture's paid off now. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. Paid it off. Uh, gosh, early, early in the year, I think maybe it was mid year. I don't know. Once something's paid off, I kind of forget about it, about making payments on it. Um, like maybe one day I'll forget making payments on my car, but that's not going to be likely. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll talk about the car in a bit because I'm talking to you about my screwed up dream in which this rug that I love and my sister was making fun of me for uh, because the reason why I chose that specific rug uh, was because of the uh, the the geometric patterns in it and but it wasn't perfectly it wasn't perfectly uh, symmetrical you know there, there's actually a lot of ace you know, it's actually quite asymmetrical. So it's, there, there's order, but there's also chaos. It's kind of cool. I like it. Um, so that rug was for some reason upstairs, uh, and the razor sharp, uh, the razor sharp two by fours (laughs) ended up shredding it into different uh, slices and everything. It was just a really, really weird, odd dream. And I remember being afraid of uh, tripping when I was upstairs because if it shredded the rug uh, and I ended up falling and hitting them. um, Yeah. I, I, I don't even know what to make of this dream. I guess I'm afraid of, of being upstairs. I don't, I don't know. I'm just happy that I had a dream and and it wasn't as screwed up as the one that came two days prior to that one. <laughs> so, car. You guys have undoubtedly heard about the uh, little snafu that the Volkswagen Auto Group got themselves into. Uh, I believe it was... Uh, Volkswagen and Audi uh, diesel cars from 2009 to 2015. Um, they may not be as environmentally sound as we were once led to believe. Now, I remember back in 2009, I was watching... Uh, is it the Discovery Channel? Yeah. Yeah, I was watching the Discovery Channel. I was watching the Mythbusters. Love, you know, Jamie and Adam and Grant and Carrie and Tori and and in the in the first season Scotty. Oh man, I miss Scotty. She was awesome. Uh but so I'm 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 watching the Mythbusters and then they cut to commercial and there's a commercial or two and then all of a sudden I see Tori Grant and and <clears throat> And Carrie, uh, I I see them doing this. Uh, they're they're talking about this car 
you know, specifically uh, the engine and how clean it is. And and it's a Volkswagen Jetta turbo diesel. And they're talking about the blue tech catalyst and everything and, and and how it reduces emissions without being, you know, being consumed, you know, hence catalyst. Uh, and they're just talking up this car, giving a fantastic demo. And it came at just the right time because, oh, my little Saturn Ion 3. I love, love, loved that car. But GMAC uh, Financial, whatever whatever they're called now, at, at, at the time it was GMAC Financial, if I remember correctly, uh, I signed a lease. And with that lease, I had the option to buy it out. And I wanted, you know, at the end of the lease, I wanted to exercise that. And they gave me a payoff amount of, I think it was like eight grand, something like that. And so I was all prepared, you know, I was all prepared to, to, uh, to have the eight grand, um, you know, get the loan for the eight grand to, to keep this little zippy car, um, and I called it my little zippy car because I've never been much of a much of a power person. As long as it gets me going on the freeway, uh, I'm happy. But but this little this little car had uh, I think it was 170 horsepower, um, which was much better than my uh, my 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 prior Chevy S10 because it was only a four cylinder. I didn't get the good engine for it. Uh, mostly because it was a 2003 and, and, and well, they were all out. <laughs> it was the year that the model got discontinued, which really pissed me off. So I wasn't able to get the truck I wanted. And before that I had a little Honda Civic, which had like maybe a hundred horsepower, <laughs> if anything. Um, so I never really had, uh, fast cars. Um, and they, the the only thing I really care about is can I get up to speed on the freeway, and so I get in and drive this little manual transmission Saturn Ion three, you know, with the hundred and seventy horsepower, and boom, it's got just the right of power for me. It 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 gets going uh, quickly. It's a manual transmission, so I can you know, I feel like I'm in control. Yeah, I am Siebs. Woohoo! <laughs> I loved that car. I absolutely, you know, the only, the only thing I wish it had that it didn't was, uh, was a uh, Bluetooth, you know, but it had the OnStar. So that was fine. I had it linked up to my Verizon account. So it just, you know, it shared the minutes with that. So I always made calls, you know, I, I, I would hit the little button and I'd be like, call, I'm not going to actually say the name. Cause you know, I'm like, Call my dad or call my boss or call, you know, whoever, you know, I had the, I had those numbers stored in there. It would do the voice recognition and it would call them and, and okay, that was fine. But what I really wanted to do was the Bluetooth streaming, you know, be able to, to, uh, play my music without having to go through the whole rigor. Ooh, the Dodgers scored again. Five nothing. Woohoo. Uh, the Dodgers game is very important tonight, uh, because, the magic number for the Dodgers is two. Any combination of two wins by the Dodgers or, well, two wins 
two Dodger wins, two Dodger losses, or one Dodger win. Wait, no, not two Dodger losses. <laughs> Brain fart. Uh, <laughs> Jim would say right now he's probably waiting for me to take a breath. I do take a breath. Yeah, just, uh, I don't know. I got the motor mouth. <laughs> but any combination of, uh, you know, two Dodger wins, two giant losses, or one Dodger win and one giant loss. Um, and I mean, giants loss, not one giant loss. That would be funny, though. Like, especially if it's the giants with their giant loss. Uh, <laughs> the magic number being two, uh, the giants are almost eliminated and the Dodgers and giants are playing each other right now. So and with the Dodgers up five to nothing. So in, Oh, let's see. They are in San Francisco. So in it's the top of the eighth in what would that be? 12 outs. Uh, the Dodgers could clinch the National League West. So I've got uh, one eye on my phone at all times, uh, keeping an eye on on uh, wh- whether or not I you know get to celebrate tonight. And, and right now it's feeling really good. Uh, so n- needless to say, um, I really wanted to have the Bluetooth streaming from my phone so I could play my music or my podcasts uh, uh, on that car. And and that was really the only feature I felt like it was lacking. And I love that car. And so I'm all prepared to spend uh, the eight grand to buy it out because uh, I'm thoroughly happy. And, and I take it in... Um, at the end of the lease, you know, to, to get the final paperwork and everything so that I can go get the loan from my bank and da 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 da. And the price that they quote me for it is fifteen hundred more than the agreed upon price. And that was in the lease. And it turned out that they were going to charge me uh, tax and title. Screw you. I've been paying that the entire time. Uh, you know, my first payments went to pay off the tax on the vehicle. So you're you're not collecting the tax from me. Uh, that ain't cool. And then title. You know, like, wait, no, I had to pay that already. Like, you don't get to charge me the freaking DMV fee. Anyway, um, they were adding a whole bunch of stuff. And then there was a uh, uh, a dealership surcharge. And, and I remember when I was <laughs> signing the lease, you know, I remember specifically asking them if I decide to buy this out. Am I going to have to pay anything more than this amount that's on the lease? And they said, no, that is your exact buyout amount. Okay, great. So going in, uh, what, three and a half years, something like that later, uh, to going in to, to pay it off, and they're telling me $1,500 more, and there's, there's all of these different uh, fees on top of it. Well, they pissed me off. They just, oh, irk. Major, major irk. Um, What I think actually happened in this case is I went in there and they saw a car that is no longer being made because, you know, this is right at the time when, uh, when, uh, when Saturn was shutting down. In fact, I think the model that I got was one of the last runs before they 
reintegrated like before they did the whole Saturn changeover um and made it just another GM brown brown brand. It used to be something special. They used to be their own thing uh and then Saturn's started using the same platforms as the the rest of of the GM cars and uh they had just unwound like or shut down Pontiac a couple of years before uh Oldsmobile a couple of years before that uh and ultimately at at the time they were shutting down their Saturn brand as well but they saw this uh this little blue Saturn Ion 3 uh oh, holy crap eight to nothing dodgers yeah <laughs> uh so they 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 see this this saturn ion 3 it's in great condition it's got low mileage and uh, you know they oh my gosh they wanted my car i i called the uh gmac finance and and and, and tried to work it out with them trying to find out you know i i remember rereading my lease and there was just nothing i can do i got i got duped and i'll never lease again because of that you know it's lesson learned the hard way right so oh so frustrating um in fact I remember because they had already done the preliminary inspection on the car, uh, I waited until the day that the lease ended, and I waited until 5 p.m. right before the dealership, um, or you know, right before the end of uh, the business day. Uh, I had my ex meet me at... Uh, <laughs> I'm telling a story, Jim. I'll play the music in a little bit. <laughs> I'm getting crap for not playing the 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 cat's uh, exit music. <laughs> so I, I I walk in right at the end of the business day. I have my ex, you know, they're ready to give me a ride home. And I asked for the person who did the inspection on the car. And I threw the keys at him and said, here. And I stormed out. <laughs> oh, I was mad. I was uh, so, so mad. And so I'm... I, I went like uh, maybe, no, I didn't even go a couple of days. I think I'd already actually bought my 2010 Jetta TDI, um, the sport wagon. You know, because why make the compromise between fuel efficiency and cargo room? I wasn't sure if I wanted an SUV, you know, like a small SUV, uh, or if I wanted you know, a, a tiny fuel efficient commuter car. And with the 2010 Volkswagen Jetta sport wagon TDI, I didn't have to make that choice. I got more than 40 miles to the gallon. Uh, diesel fuel at that time was cheaper than gasoline and it was a zero emissions vehicle in, and the whole nine yards, I'm, I started this out by talking about the Mythbusters. You know, basically I saw their, their little ad for it and I fell in love with this car. And, and this is, you know, at a time I had, I had test driven a Prius, didn't like it. Um, I test drove the, uh, Ford, 
It was uh, it was a Ford Focus, uh, something or other. It was one of their it it was one of their Focus hybrid or one of one of the smaller Ford hybrids. You know, I test drove a couple of small SUVs. You know, I was trying to make that choice, and and here it is this this fuel efficient, um, you know, good for the environment, uh, vehicle that's that's also got excellent storage room. Uh, and, and, oh, I, I was sold. I was in love. I knew this was the car I wanted and I bought it and I gave my ex no ends of grease, grease, no grief about allowing me to buy a freaking wagon. You know, it took me a while to, <laughs> took me a while to, to come to terms with that. And I'm always reminded of this joke that another ex, uh, made and, it just came at a time where we saw like five hatchbacks in a row on uh, on on the freeway, and as we're just driving by, she turns to me and and and, and says, "You know who goes in uh, to a dealership, test drives a car, and says, you know, this would be perfect if it only came in a hatchback.'" I thought that was the funniest damn thing she had ever said. And that <laughs> not a fan of the hatchback, and I was never really a fan of of the wagon either. And 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 there it was. I found myself purchasing a wagon, and uh, and I constantly used to used to. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I I would make comments to my ex, you know, like how the f- could you let me buy a wagon? And then I would backpedal and I'd be like, "But it's a sport wagon. It's got a nice design. It actually looks sporty. It doesn't look like your you know like your '80s boring station wagon." Uh, <laughs> so, anywho, I've got my nice fuel efficient car. It's got a pretty good performance. And uh, it's it's uh, supposedly really good for the environment. And you know, fast forward um, almost six years later, I've finally paid it off. Um, and, and one thing I didn't mention was that this is a Jetta. Now, before saying you know all the maximum price of any non TDI Jetta at the time was $2300 or no $2300 that's probably what they're actually worth now but no it was uh $23000 and that was the fully loaded tricked out uh non diesel Jetta uh <laughs> shut up jim <laughs> Return of the Jetta. <laughs> uh, yeah. The Jetta itself, the, the TDI Jetta, ended up being, um, after tax, 33000 fracking dollars. You know, it ended up, the, the actual purchase price of the car ended up being, um, like, almost eight grand more than the gasoline Jetta completely tricked out. And I didn't even have mine completely tricked out. It was almost completely tricked out. You know, I got the nice big panoramic sunroof and, and, uh, 
and and it had the uh the navigation system yeah because you know the days before using your phone as a navigation system was actually practical um you know alloy wheels look out yeah big spender there <laughs> it was the best option i had um <laughs> without actually putting like full blown rims and everything on it but anywho just thirty thousand dollars you know more than thirty thousand dollars for a frack and jetta but who cares because you know there was you know there was the uh the clean vehicle tax break the alternative fuel vehicle tax break that's right if you've got a clean burning jetta or a clean burning diesel engine uh back in those days you got a tax break and all together i if I remember correctly, it ended up being $2,300 in tax breaks, which was perfect because I was still a uh, consultant at that time. Um, so, anywho, uh, I was happy, but you know, the, the purchase price was a bit of a sting, but again, tax breaks and, and hey, I was buying a car that is much better for the environment than than most other cars so very very happy fast forward to oh two weeks ago maybe when i first get wind of uh this story that breaks that the diesel uh vehicles sold by volkswagen and audi are uh from 2009 to 2015 are not as uh clean as they say, and turns out that uh, there is some software that detects when it's being tested and runs it in a cleaner state uh, than it normally would, um, which is a massive uh, EPA violation be, uh, because uh, because there's a microphone in my face and I can't remember what the freaking brake device um, <laughs> there's a technical name for the brake device um or whatever but it's it's modded it's illegal it's illegal volkswagen's got major egg on their face um because they they shipped this software and and we're finding out you know that these cars just aren't as clean as we once thought and how frustrating if you're someone who bought one specifically because of this and i feel completely and totally duped i will never buy a volkswagen or any vehicle that that company makes again which is going to be very difficult because that seriously limits uh my options because if i'm not mistaken they are the largest automaker in the world uh the volkswagen auto group i i, I believe they still hold the the number one spot uh but i seriously feel cheated it's messed up and i'm watching the value of my car that i just paid off plummet you know the the there there's uncertainty about the future of the company um the 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 value of my car is undoubtedly dropping you know edmund's true market value still has a holding strong uh let's see i've got the numbers up in front of me right now for uh for a trade in uh it says i could uh, i 
I could reasonably expect about $11,000 for private party. I could probably get, um, $12,500. And, uh, the dealer retail right now would be a little over fourteen thousand, and a certified used uh, from a deal used from a dealer would uh, go for about fifteen and a half uh, grand. And I just that's where that's where the numbers were uh, before this. Um, I don't think anyone will pay for that now with this controversy going on. It, it's it it leaves a lot of uncertainty. Um, you know, I don't have any plans on selling my car, but finding out that okay, now I'm going to have to take it in and and get it corrected because the number one important thing to me is that it's not polluting. <laughs> you know. But that's, you know, now they're going to go in and fix it and I'm going to lose performance. So I have no idea how my car is going to perform. Um, and I'm not going to be one of the people who just ignores the fix until they have to smog it again. Um, because you better believe that, you know, next year <laughs> or the next round of uh, the next next round of re- registrations, you know, at least in California, they're all going to require these cars to go through a smog check <laughs> with with this controversy going on. Uh, I just did it last year, so I don't have to do it this year. Um, but one way or another, uh, one, one way or another, I'm still going to get it uh, fixed as soon as they have the the actual uh, uh, recall notice. Uh, come through and I, I certainly hope that there's going to be a class action lawsuit because I really want my five dollars uh, in, in in reparations for being lied to while the uh, lawyers who who prosecute prosecute it make you know like a hundred and forty billion dollars off of the case um, I just I can't believe this. It's it, it feels really really crappy to own one of the vehicles uh, affected by this controversy, especially when it's a, a vehicle that I have had, you know, many times in the pa- in, in the past. Um, I have no idea where that came from, but uh, <laughs> in, in the past, I have talked about how much I love my car. Um, you know the the Bluetooth and navigation leave a little something to be uh, desired, but that is something that I could eventually. Uh, I have considered replacing the uh, the head unit, and and I've always been concerned about. Well, I've got that blue. You know, I've got the uh, the Bluetooth. Um, you know, integration and everything, and I just don't. I don't want to mess with the way that the car works. Um, you know. In 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 the factory uh, manner, I'm okay with with uh, with swapping out the headset, but I'd really like it to use the uh, the microphone um, from uh, that works with the Bluetooth system. That is until I listened to Jim's show on Friday when I called in from my car and I didn't have my headset out. Um, at least not for the first you know minute or so uh 
called in after leaving my parents' place and and I heard just how bad that microphone is. I don't care about that anymore. I had no idea. That's how bad I sounded to people when they call me and I'm driving and I take that call over the Bluetooth. Oh, it's just awful. Listen to Jim's Friday show. Um, I call in towards the end. The The first moments uh, of me talking are unbearable. I can't believe he didn't cut it out. It is the crappiest aud- audio uh, I have ever heard. And people have been hearing that all this time. Whenever I talk to them over the Bluetooth system, I don't understand how they can understand the thing coming out of my mouth. It's just so garbled and trash and, 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 oh my gosh, I did it again. I've been motor mouthing for 45 minutes. Let me open up those Skype lines. Uh, GabNet Live on Skype if you'd uh, like to join tonight's citizen panel. Um, until then, I'm, <sighs> I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know what to do about this car situation. It just does not feel great. I feel duped, and and, and uh, I agree with the message that I got. Next time, buy American, spend your money here. Yeah, but it was an American company that fucked me over last time. What am I going to do, go to Ford? Yeah, I really wish I had actually gone to Ford. Um, you know, I won't buy GM ever again. Uh, I I will happily buy Ford. I will not buy Chrysler. I do not like the quality of their vehicles. Um, I've, I've never driven one that I've been impressed with. Uh, and, and so Chrysler's out. I will never buy GM again, uh, because they pissed me off. Volkswagen has now pissed me off. Um, uh, why not GM, uh, top of the show, the whole thing with the Saturn Ion, um, <laughs> they, uh, no, I felt like I got screwed over by GM, so I won't buy them. So that leaves me with Ford. But honestly, the American car company I would buy from and will will happily buy from uh, if I can ever actually afford them, Tesla. Te- oh, do I want a Tesla? <laughs> Especially, you know, it, if I if I have, uh, you know, one of the great things about. Um, well, there's a couple of, uh, <laughs> I found a couple of lottery tickets around the apartment, which is really funny. Um, every, every once in a while, the cat will pick one up or I'll pick one up and, and, uh, my, mine usually stay in my wallet until I check it and verify that I didn't win and, and then throw it away. But, uh, uh, no, no smart car. Those things scare the crap out of me. They're too tiny. Um, <laughs> Uh, every once in a while I find a lottery ticket laying around. And so <laughs> not knowing if they've been checked or not, I just, I, I, I grab them. And, and so there's a nice little pile that I need to check. So if we ever, if I ever find out that any of these are, are, are winners, um, well, the tickets probably belong to the cat, but I wouldn't tell them that they're winners. I just steal them and tell them I bought them the tickets. You know, he doesn't listen to my show. He'd never know. Never, ever know. Um, <laughs> but uh, the the main reason that I would buy Ford over uh, GM is because I am really impressed with what Alan Mulally did um, during the financial 
uh, hardships of the auto industry with Ford not taking uh, money from the government and uh, they still manage to survive. That is uh, some quality leadership in, in my opinion. And I have driven a Ford lately and I have been impressed with them. So it's it's very possible that uh, there could be a Ford in my future, but not anytime soon because I don't want a damn car payment. <laughs> Caller, who are you and where the hell are you calling from? Um, I'm a little boy in a wheelchair and I'm calling from the home. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm sad. Why you sad? Because I'm in a wheelchair and I can't walk. Oh, well, I went for a three-mile walk for you today. Yeah, help me help you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well then, if I can take half of that walk and pretend it was me, then we can split it and I'll be happy. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So you you feel like you got uh, the wall pulled over your eyes, huh? Oh yeah, I do. I need to say I do need to say one one more thing. I have absolutely no issue with the quality of GM cars. I and in fact, I started my Saturn story about how much I loved. Uh, I I absolutely loved my Saturn Ion, and I loved my S10, despite not being able to get the engine in it that I wanted. I Oh my gosh. I've, I've loved every GM ve- vehicle that I've had. Um, it's just the, the company itself, I felt, screwed me over, and I choose not to do business with them anymore. Yeah, well, that's... Um I get you there. Um, the the issue that I'm going to have, and I, I I may have talked about it on here, or it might have been one of the other shows, but I've had Chevy Malibus since they re-released Chevy Malibus back in 97 or 98. Mm-hmm. And I've had several of them. Uh, I've leased them. And I've leased them because... It made more sense for me financially because I only had 11 miles to drive to work and I've never been a big road tripper with my own vehicle because I've had friends with trucks and things like that. So, you know, I just, it was cheaper for me to kick in gas money than use my own vehicle. So I've leased and um, about uh, two cars ago. I wanted to get out of Chevy or see if there was anything equivalent to it because of the wheelchair. And the Malibu would fit my wheelchair when I break it down, and it would fit perf- the wheelchair would fit perfectly in the passenger seat, no matter what model I've had up to including the one I have now. But I started shopping around, and I looked at Toyota, at Kia, at um, uh, Hyundai, Ford, Chrysler, Volkswagen, um, Honda, all these different companies for something 
of a mid-size uh, sedan. And some of the companies would not even bother with me because I required hand control. And they didn't want to either put them on or pay for them to be put on. And that was the thing that GM and Ford, and I believe Chrysler, they all pay for hand control to be transferred from one vehicle to another. Um, Toyota, they never wanted my business. And Kia and uh, Hyundai and it might have been Volkswagen said, not interested at all. So I've been kind of stuck with GM and I'm happy, but you know, I'm not one of these people that I'm going to live and die by a brand because of any particular reason. I'm just kind of stuck with it now. And I haven't had any good luck with any other companies. So if GM pisses me off, I don't know really what I'm going to do. So I'm hoping they don't ever piss me off because I, like you, hold a fucking grudge and it'll be very difficult to have a relationship with GM if they if they fuck me. So, You know, I did just actually get, get a message that brings up a very good point. Uh, saying the company that screwed me over was the pre-bankruptcy GM. Uh, and that is indeed, that is true. I I haven't thought about that. That's, yeah, they, screwed, they, they screwed me over big time, but in a different way. I had investments, bonds. Oh. Oh. Ouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was a big ouch. And... You know, it's a hard lesson learned. Very hard. And, you know, I was one of those people that said, let them go out of business. You know, and I really thought the $3 billion bailout would have paid back people like me who invested. Nope. We, we were literally just kind of kicked to the side. I don't even know that it really did all that much for, for the people working you know, for GM and Chrysler from what I remember the, the bailouts just, I, I remember being up in arms and angry because the bailouts weren't being used correctly. You know, yeah. um, talk to the people that worked for the Saturn division and Plymouth divisions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, but it's, again, that, that, that is the, the, pre-bankruptcy company, not not the company. Uh-oh, something just fell. <laughs> we still on the air? Okay, good. <laughs> I'll deal with that later. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's that is the pre-bankruptcy company uh, and, and, and not the, the reorganized company that emerged. So... I will thoughtfully reconsider my position, but it's unlikely to change. And I'll tell you one thing. Volkswagen will make good. They have to. They, 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 they can't screw people over. This, this, in their history, um, and that includes a little thing called World War II, 
but you, uh, no, I'm, I'm so tired of, you know, I, I just, I, you brought up the world war two connection. That wasn't the company that was, you know, it, but you have to look historically because it's just grown. And for something like this to happen, it's like really Volkswagen in this day and age. Yeah. You know, who the hell was asleep at the wheel here? And yeah, it sucks right now. And I have a lot of friends. You know, I was looking at the uh, the Jedi hybrid. You know, my Prius. It's 2007. It's not the newest. There are other mm-hmm. options out there now. And my friend has the regular Jetta. And I really like the way it looks. I'm like, holy smokes. This is, you know. And they have a hybrid version. And it's good. You know, now this happens, and you're right. You're, you're going to give pause to it. It's not like you got choices out there, but for a global company like this to go through this, it's like, yeah, what's his name? Step down. <laughs> yeah. The, the CEO, damn right he's going to step down. Yep. Um, and they're going to have to fix it, plain and simple. I don't know. I want to abandon cars altogether. I, I I wish we had better mass transit out here, and and I also wish I had stronger legs so I can keep riding my bike everywhere. But <laughs> at least I'm 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 working on that bit of it. Get a wheelchair. Oh, it's got a point. A motorized one. And and get a, the best get a rascal. Yeah. The no. thing that gets me. Best solution. Uh, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm not a lazy Walmart shopper. You know that's that's taking up the the rascals and 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 making them not available for the people who legitimately need them. No, you can you can buy one. Yeah, I know. I know. With a tent for when it rains. <laughs> hey, that's an idea. I, I'm in Southern California. It doesn't rain here. Oh, is that where you are? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I I thought you're in Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Ah. Uh, yeah. All right, Mark. What's up? No, no. It, it, it's you mentioned uh, Tesla, and of course they announced their new SUV tonight, which we all knew about. Oh, wait, what? I didn't. I didn't see that announcement. Yeah, it was announced eleven. I think eleven p.m. But the point is, is that here's a company, their business model works, but it's such a slow trickle out and it's a premium priced vehicle. And even, you know, the the $35,000 one in this day and age, that's about the price of a mid luxury car. You know, let's not talk about the charging stations or homestead charging stations, but this is the best solution I've seen right now. And it's still like the price is so out there, you know. It's like one hundred ten thousand for this. It's a nice idea. <sighs> hey, wow! The Model X has actually has actually launched. Wow! You could, I wonder you when come the three. Here. You can come here. We have a charging station now. Really? Yeah. Or two. It's at the drugstore. Well, I'll get one, and then I'll drive up to Remel Grove just to uh, just to charge. That's right. You're gonna have to park. You're gonna have to sleep in the car at the at the drugstore, where it's, yeah. 
Yeah, then what? Well, yeah, but then I'll legitimately be visiting the Lawn Broadcasting Center one one day a week. That'll be the day I come up to charge the car. <laughs> <laughs> there's only, you know, when it comes down to it, there's only. Uh, uh, there's no need to be in the log broadcasting center more than one day a week. So I, I think your one day a week visit would be fine. Now, are they going to be the same days? Yeah, I, I would make it the same day. Oh, no. See, I I, I, I was going to make my day a different day. Well, we could do that. <laughs> I just, I just made, uh, I just made my last truck payment. Oh, congratulations! Woo, yeah. How you feeling about that? Buy, I gotta go buy a new truck now. You don't hey, want to just enjoy not having a payment for a while? No, I want a new truck. <laughs> hey, man. Um, yeah, I, uh, I want something with Bluetooth. I. Uh, uh, no, it's great. I mean, I love my I love my truck. I'm a big fan of the F one fifty Ford. It's it it's treated me well. It's it's protected me all these years, and now it's uh, it's time to let somebody else have some fun with it and upgrade. And so, all right. Here, hold on, just one moment. All right. Hey, Siri, how'd the Dodgers do tonight? The Dodgers are ahead of the Giants, 8-0, to zero, in the bottom of the ninth inning. Oh, you you must not know what hoodie hey, to wear. Hey, Siri, you're a little late for that tonight, because they just won the game 8 to nothing. You're certainly entitled to that opinion. What the fuck? <laughs> Snark! <laughs> I hate you, Siri. I'm just trying to help you. I really don't give a crap. <laughs> I don't understand. I really don't give a crap. But I could search the web for it. <laughs> yes, do that. Ask That's Siri what I what, figured. Ask Siri what car you should buy. Hey, Siri, what car should I buy? Hmm. Okay, I found this on the web for what car should I buy. Hey Siri, what do you think of Volkswagen? I really couldn't say. Okay, fine. You're boring me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Patrick, what you got? Uh, as far as protection, I have to say the, uh, the Malibu that I've had um, have protected me quite well. I was rear-ended, uh, T-boned, and ended up in a ditch. Uh, all three different vehicles. That sounds like a yeah. hell of a night. That was a was that a was that a first date or a second date? That was the second date. <laughs> <laughs> and how much uh, how much did that cost you? Um, repairs on the car. Oh, yeah, it, it was a freebie. She felt bad. 
<laughs> well, I just no. I wanted I wanted to say I I I understand how you're feeling about running out of like I'm at Ford now because I don't want any other vehicle. First off, I'm happy with it. Like I'm I'm thrilled with it. The last truck I had was uh, a Dodge Ram, and I was okay with it until. During a service, the the dealership set it on fire. What? Oh, my bad. Yeah, I was I was waiting for you know that you know how you wait for it. You go off and do something, and you come back, and you're waiting for them to return your vehicle to you. Like they're gonna wash it, and and I kept waiting, and I kept saying, "Where the hell's like where the hell's my truck?" And like, and finally they. Yeah, they shorted something out while they were servicing it, and it caught fire. So they had they had to put it out, and so they said they're going to need it. They were going to need it for another week because they had to repair everything that they set on fire. But then they wanted me to pay for the rental car, and uh, I was like, "No, oh, yeah, exactly, yeah." So, um, uh, I, and the and the the. Uh, the the Dodge dealership is out of town, so I drove back. I got them to pay for it. I drove this rental car back, and my lovely wife said, uh, "Where's our truck?" And I said, "Well, they set it on fire." And she was like, "Yeah, well, so yeah, we never." Uh, and to this day, when we drive past that dealership, we we salute it as we drive by. The good uh, old one finger salute. Th- that's right. Uh, and we've driven forward ever since. You know, I will say I have to take back one thing I said before. I did say that there was I've never driven a Chrysler vehicle that I've liked. I have to take that back. I have driven the Dodge Dakota. And the one that I drove, I actually really enjoyed that. But I like small trucks. And that's one of the things that – where can you get a small truck anymore? You've got, what, one choice? The uh, well, You can get the Ford Ranger. Not no. in the States. No? Nope. Okay. You, you can't you – can't, there's uh, whatever – what was the one that GM replaced the S10 with? It was, it was uh, the Colorado. I don't think they're making that anymore. Um, and then GM had, uh, what was it, the Canyon or whatever? Uh, basically, same truck, but the GM version. Um, uh, the Toyota, is it Tacoma? I think you can still get the Toyota right. Tacoma. Yeah. But I don't particularly enjoy driving those. Um, so... When it comes to trucks, the really the only one I would consider would be the F one fifty. But yeah, it's Canada, too big for me. Canada's Canada's yeah. Well, hey, my wife is smaller. She's only five foot and she doesn't wanna she doesn't want to drive anything but the truck now. I mean, we have that smaller car and she just no, you drive you drive the smaller car, I'll drive the big truck. But what we had I well, I had before the the Dodge Ram, and I really loved it. It was during Play TV days. 
I had a Jeep Grand Cherokee that I loved. I just loved it. I have a nightmare story about driving a Jeep Grand Cherokee. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, tire blowout on on the freeway with two small kids in the back. Ooh, yeah, that's not cool. I had that. I had that in a Fiat X19 that I had 1978 Fiat X19, and the tire blew out and i immediately in the blink of an eye as the tire blew out i basically changed four lanes of traffic as the car <laughs> towards towards the uh, the blown out tire it was just like a 90 degree turn in the middle of the highway it was just um, it was amazing yeah with with mine, I only had to go across two lanes, but I had to wrestle control um, with uh, only one hand because uh, my ex was reaching back to brace her um, her nephew. Oh, the, oh like and, the mommy hand. Yeah, and and I had one hand. You know, I'm 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 basically I look like I'm surfing as I'm you know wrestling control of this vehicle because I've I've now got my hand in back and I'm holding, uh, you know, at that time my niece, uh, <laughs> I, I you know I'm holding you know a screaming four year old in place, <laughs> trying. <laughs> I I have no idea how I pulled that off. I I, I don't even know if I had the right instinct, but I I just knew if we were going to get you know if if the car was going to get into trouble. Um, and, and the killer thing about this was that oh I really shouldn't say killer, but the the really odd thing about this was we were driving from uh, my ex's uh, sister's place with the kids to go to Disneyland where we were going to give the kids back to them for, <laughs> cause we gave them a weekend out of town. So we, we watched the house and the kids all, all, you know, for a nice long three day weekend. And then we were all going to meet up at Disneyland and, and, and have a good day uh, with the entire family. And it happened with, 10 miles to go. We were about 10 miles away from Disneyland, right? You know, when the tire blew out and this was during, uh, the time when, uh, was it Bridgestone or Firestone? It was one of the stones. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Firestone tire blowouts and guess what they had on that vehicle. Yeah. And just 10 miles to go, (laughs) but you know, I, I managed to re regain control of the vehicle, reach you know back brace the kid and pull over to the side of the freeway and then you know i have no idea how i stayed level-headed and 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 everything during that time but that that was uh that's my jeep grand cherokee nightmare screaming Uh, toddlers and a tire blow uh what you got patrick you got a story Uh, well when i got t-boned um, I was in the right-hand lane of a three-lane, well, it was six-lane uh, road, and um, there was like a service road that crossed, and 
this van came flying out. I didn't see them until their front end was next to me. And they spun me. Uh, I believe it was three times. I went 360 degrees and ended up. Now, remember, I was in the right lane. I ended up three lanes over in the left lane in next to the median like I was making a left-hand turn right at the stoplight. It was just bizarre how I was able to spin and managed to somehow wrestle control while doing that and end up just in that particular spot without killing myself or anyone else because I was afraid the way that the vehicle was moving that I had run over pedestrians that were on the sidewalk next to me on the right-hand side. And I didn't know which way I was going, you know. So, um, And then the other piece of advice that I would like to give anyone listening, um, another reason not to get paralyzed is when you're out of your vehicle, meaning it's in for service, like you get T-boned and you can't drive it, Oh, God, you can't get a regular um, rental car. Well, no, you can, but the problem is um, it depends on the type of hand control they have available to them because, like, at this time, it was uh, Enterprise Rental where it had a uh, relationship with my dealership, and they were totally different hand control, and they gave me a... Um, what the hell was it? Oh, a, uh, a Monte Carlo SS, which I was fine with because it's a race car, and I thought, okay, I'll have some fun with this. The problem was hand control do not work well in that vehicle. I transferred into the vehicle while the Enterprise guy was there, and I Enterprise said, What's that? Was that Enterprise D? Uh, yes, yes, okay. it was. Sorry, okay. Yes. I just, I, I just want. I had to insert insert a moment of geekiness because Miranda was checking her watch, and I, w- I was actually just <laughs> just seeing uh, the the ESPN notification that the Ducks have won in overtime. Ducks two, Kings one. So Ducks and Dodgers tonight. Ducks and Dodgers. It's all about the D's. Double D. All right. Um, but yeah, I, I said, well, let me, let me take this for a spin around a lot so I can see how these work. I couldn't even get two feet because of the way that the hand control was set up and, uh, ended up hitting my lap. Like there was no way to adjust the seat. It just totally sucked. And we went through three or four vehicles. Before they had to have another Malibu brought in from another enterprise rental that was two or three counties away that was available. I mean, it's just a real pain. It's not as easy as, you know, anybody can jump into a car. So if you're not getting paralyzed, you might want to consider little things like that. But when you had your accident... Tell me, please. You just started screaming, I can't feel my legs, and you got like a big insurance check. 
No, I I tell you what, that same accident. Horrible, Jim. <laughs> no, I, I had some fun. What that? Um, I got a rookie cop that came over, and this poor guy. I mean, he maybe looked twenty years old. I mean. And he'd walking over, and he'd got his pad of paper, and I'm not out of the vehicle. And I explained to him, I can't get out because I'm not sure if once I open the door, it'll close again. I need to get to the hospital for x-rays. I said, I don't, I don't think anything, you know, damaged, but I don't want a, an ambulance. You know, I'll drive myself. My wheelchair is here. I said, but before any of that happens, I need you to look at my back. I said, because I can't feel if any of my hardware punctured my spine or my, my skin. And I said, if it did, then we'll need an ambulance. I said, so what I need you to do is take your mag light and shine it on my back. And I said, if anything's wet, call 911. And this poor guy, you could see him shaking because he wasn't sure what he would find as soon as I would lean forward. And thankfully, there was no damage done. But um, the guy that hit me owned the restaurant in which we went to the parking lot to exchange information and to deal with the police. And he was uninsured. And... I took him to court, and I got nothing. He can afford a restaurant, but not insurance. It's still there. You can't be uninsured up in here. No, his restaurant may have been insured, but uh, vehicle, and at that time, Wisconsin did not have mandatory uh, vehicle insurance. Uh And, And the thing is, as soon as I, as soon as he hit me, and I was aware of what had happened, and he walked over, I just knew he wasn't insured. It was one of those gut feeling you get, because I thought I'm really screwed here with this vehicle, and my luck is he's not insured. And he said, "Are you okay?" And I said, "I think so." I said, do you have insurance? And he said, no, 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 I'm sorry. And then he said to me, "Uh, why don't we go into the lot right over here? And I said, okay. I said, that's good. We'll be out of traffic. He said, yeah, that's my restaurant. I'm like, I'm trying to understand why you don't own a restaurant right now. Because... Wisconsin's laws. That's. It, it just. Uh, this is the stuff that pisses me what, off. We have the same really problem down here in Florida. What really irritated me is I had a five hundred dollar deductible that I had to fucking pay, and I never even got that back from my. Ins- you know, my insurance company was supposed to be working with me. I dropped them as soon as the case was all screwed up. And I got a different insurance company because I thought, you know, at the very least, you could have just 
waived that five hundred dollars uh, for all of the BS with me, not to play the cripple card, but you know I got a little bit more going on than the average person. Um, and then you know, it, yeah, that that was that was a nightmare. Not like any of my accidents were great, but that was the worst. Now, can I ask about uh, when it comes to the rental cars? Are are the hand controls? Can they be moved from one car to another? Well, or yeah, it, but it's always seemed like it was. You know, it, it required like a whole installation process. Like, it does. Uh, well, does does the vehicle have to be modified? Um, it's funny with the way that. I'm not sure if if automakers are becoming more aware of cripples or if I just got lucky the last two models of Malibus. The only thing that needed to be modified is on the dash, on the underside of the uh, steering column, there's a uh, you know, plastic covering. That gets removed. So it's not as pretty uh, when you look in. That part, but in past vehicles, they've had to cut out an area, so it's a permanent, um, you know, piece permanently cut out for the next driver. Um, right. So it's it's not like you can go into any rental car place and have your pick of any vehicle on the right. lot. It has to be specific ones that have already been modified, right? right. Well, no, it that's the problem. That was that was the big issue that I was saying earlier. Right. Is, that that's that's really what I'm trying to understand because right. when you when you brought up rental cars, it, it just hit in that moment like, oh my, like th- it's not going to draw. And now because that had happened to me, I know to tell them in advance. Um, you need to get like for me now. Uh, 2015 Malibu or equivalent, you know, year. So it's the same body style. So they can just remove that panel and then put in hand control while my vehicle is being worked on. And it's their hand control uh, because they won't put mine in there because, you know, it's it, their insurance. Right. So that makes but sense. But that was, that was the big problem that I had is. Not only did it not work in the first vehicle, but the installation is about two or three hours each time. So, you know, and we went through two vehicles before they finally got a Malibu um, from, you know, a couple of counties away that was available to them. And I believe on that one, they were able to get the hand controls in without having to modify that vehicle um, because it was temporary. And I just had to kind of adjust, you know, my my seating arrangement. It wasn't that big of a deal, but uh, it, it's a big pain in the ass. So it, when I got in, in my last accident, um, thankfully there was no damage. I ended up in a ditch. I, I hit black ice. And Oof. no damage, so I would please because I didn't want to deal with a rental car, you know. Um, so yeah, it, it 
that whole situation with the T-boning sucked. They they weren't insured. I got screwed over. I'm still pissed about it. Um, there was nothing I could do about it, you know, beyond the court thing that we did, and I was still out my 500 hours, and that still pisses me off to this day. As and it if should. I ever, if I ever saw that prick that hit me, um, yeah. And, you know, the, the, you should just go into his restaurant, poo all over the restroom floor, and then roll out. <laughs> you know, I was told by a number of people that I should go in there. And this was, I mean, and this is just an accident already at like 10 years old. I should have gone in there every time that I had a taste for Mexican food, sit down and eat, and then just walk out or roll out, as the case would be, and not pay because. I'm just, it's on my tab, which is you fucking up my vehicle. Yep. And, yeah. and and the whole pooing on the restroom floor would just mean it would be one of his employees' problems. Yeah, so. Uh, really? That doesn't, yeah. yeah for, I for, you know, for the owner only, you know, sincerely, you know, the guy he hit X years ago. Yeah. Patrick Patrick said something that I think I can identify with much more than the rest of you, even though Mark has been in a more northern climate. You said the words black ice, which I just I mean, it's there's just nothing you can do. It's it's like one moment you're just driving down the road and the next minute you're looking out the driver's window sideways going down the road. Uh, I mean, we're in front of you. Yeah. One night I just going in, going into Revelstoke on the main road. All of a sudden I did like a, I did a complete 360 and wound up facing the same direction I was going. And I had to check to see if I was leaving any, brown stains anywhere because it was just like yeah yeah it's just you just have no control it's just boom it's in an instant you just you know it's gone it's and it's just i mean it's a way of life up here and i know i only have like i know in the uh, in the next month i have to make sure the snow tires are on the vehicle and uh it's 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 coming uh Hopefully, hopefully not until November, but it's just, yeah, I just, oh, I hate black ice. Oh, and that, that is why, like my folks, they moved in with my aunt and uncle about two years ago, and they live uh, 20, 30 miles away from me, and to get there, it's a long country road, and... (laughs) That's hey, where I hit black ice back in uh, uh, about 2007 or eight. It was on that damn road, and it was um, the night before Christmas Eve. We had Christmas early, and there was a little bit of snow the day before that had melted, and the road looked pretty dry, you know, and I'm not going fast because... You know, I want to make sure that I don't hit black 
ice and well you do by the way but that's that you know that just sounds like a like an action movie starring Wesley Snipes <laughs> <laughs> you know that yeah it could be his former life was taken from him he was a government agent and now he's after revenge he's black ice dun 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 I like that nice okay there we go no ice <laughs> what about you Mark you got any uh, weather related driving stories uh yeah driving uh up yeah in New England and I spun out that was fun uh Luckily, I didn't get to play bumper cars with any of the cars around me. Yeah. But uh, that was always fun. The best um, is when I went to college down here for a bit and driving back from uh, Disney up to Daytona, we had a downpour that was so bad, there was just zero zero visibility. I mean, not you couldn't. I mean, I could not see, barely see the hood of the car. It was that bad. And it, it, you know, what can you do? You know, you pull off the road. That's the only thing you could do. And you just waited for it. But I never had a downpour as bad as that. It, it was just amazing. You know. I, so. I- I remember one uh, back uh, back when I was still working in restaurants, uh, back in the days of my uh, Chevy S10. Um, it was one night after work, uh, I was giving one of my coworkers and friends a ride home, and it was a rainy night. Driving down the 91 freeway, the rain starts getting really, really hard for Southern California. So, and instead of barreling down the freeway at 85 miles an hour, like most people would, um, in the rain, (laughs) yeah, Californians do slow down in the rain. They only go 80 instead of 90, um, uh, the freeway, you know, we we end, we ended up slowing down to. Uh, I, I want to say we were going like thirty five, and that was the average speed on the freeway in, in, in that rain. It, w- it was pretty heavy. We haven't had a rain like that since. Uh, but all of a sudden, the wind kicked up, and I'm seeing these semis in front of me just swerving back and forth all over the place. They they are fishtailing like crazy. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, I'm sure glad that's not happening to me. And then all of a sudden, one strong gust of wind and my car is going sideways down the freeway. <laughs> and at that point, I turned to my friend and said, ah... I'm pulling over until we get out of this mess because <laughs> that thing that just whipped the back tail, you know, the the tail end of my truck completely around. I very nearly lost control over of my truck from that. So, nope, 
waited it out. Uh, you know, the rain got even more intense and the wind kicked up even more. And there was just an entire line of, you know, it's one of the, the few times I've seen that freeway come to a dead stop and no one wanted to tempt it. It's, uh, I haven't seen rain or wind like that in Orange County since. Even even with like the weird grooves you have you guys have in your high in your highways and everything like that. Oh, and that freeway is the worst of them. I mean, you you go driving down that it's it's it yeah. sounds like you know it sounds like someone hitting a snare drum. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's uh, driving's fun, isn't it? It's fun. It's 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 a rite of passage. It's it's uh, yeah. It's something. Like I said, you have you have a choice. Well, again, you 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 sort of don't have a choice because of Southern California not having the greatest mass transit kind of setup. But I'm just saying, you have a choice to drive. I mean, I I don't have any choice but to drive. Because I can't get anywhere without a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Like I can get it, I can get to little places in in Revelstoke, but if I want to go anywhere else, I have to drive to go somewhere. Like if, do anything really. If I still lived in Anaheim, I would be able to realistically um, not use my car, but at 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 this point, now that I'm down here, yes, I I can ride my bike into work, but without a car, I'd never see my parents again unless they came <laughs> to to uh, see me and um, forget uh, being able to go out and hang out with Marianne and Mickey, um, you know, or any of my other friends for for that matter. But, but yeah, it's, I, I mean, e- even the, the train ticket to get into the office from Anaheim, you know, used to be affordable when they did the, the day pass for the Metrolink. And then, you know, I'm sorry, $30 a day. There's no way, wow. you know, even, you know, there, there is no way that that was, that that would have been nine hundred dollars a month, you know, just buying the outright tickets. Okay, so you get the pass, and instead you're paying four hundred dollars. That's a freaking car payment. I know people paying thirty bucks a day just to park their car to go to work. So yeah, yeah, it just does not make sense to me. What you got, Patrick? Well, with mass transit, I mean. If not oh, by the way, um, uh, just since I've been interrupting with sports scores all night, uh, you'll be happy to know that the Brewers beat the Padres four to three. Oh, good. Are they going to be in the playoffs? Because their record must be like way under five hundred. <laughs> hey, but at least they won. Come on, support your home team. You're paying for how their the, stadium. How are the Grizzlies doing tonight? Who? Revelstoke Grizzlies. Come on. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't get alerts oh. for those. Or whatever the hell you have. Thanks very much. Um, I, I, feel very ex- I feel You're very excluded. welcome. I feel excluded. 
I feel very excluded now on this show. Well, don't worry. I don't give a crap about Florida teams either. So, you know, you and Mark are a good company. I don't give a crap. Neither does Mike. Neither Mike? does Mark. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I, I told you. I don't give up on my teams that I like. Because yep. I do. <laughs> What's with the one-finger salute, Jim? It was Patrick's turn to talk. Patrick has I was, the conch. I was showing you where the horse bit me. Oh, okay. All right. What? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Patrick's got the conch. <laughs> um, it, There's it, a cream. Mass transit. It, I mean, Jim can relate, but it, I mean, it wouldn't be as bad for me as it would be up there, but... The thing is, um, if I had a train that I could take or a metro or whatever you want to call it from a particular point near my residence to said job, wherever it would be, um, or anywhere in between, the, the issue is here in Wisconsin, wintertime, and it's worse where Jim's at, but I'm sure even, um, I would assume even in, in Kamloops, if it, if it got, uh, snow, uh, since you do somebody in a wheelchair, um, curb cuts are never clean, no matter how clean they are initially with plows going by or just general snowfall as it goes on. Um, much like what Jim described with his lovely wife, is as winter goes on, he can't see her anymore because the snow keeps building up and building up as you're blowing the snow, and it becomes a tunnel. That's what happened on curb cuts in Wisconsin, where the snow, the first couple of snows, they're as wide as can be, and then the more snow it is, the the more narrow or non-existent they become. And the sidewalks are terrible, no matter where they're at. Because if it's a continuous snow, or it snows two days after it's just been cleaned, you can't work the wheelchair through the snow. So if I were to have a mass transit opportunity, it would be totally useless, and I would drive anyway, because for me to try to get from my vehicle to the train would be ridiculous. And now if I'm going to work and there would be a, a general drop-off spot and I would have to get from that point to my place of work, let's say it's in an office park, if it's snowing, I'm screwed. And that's, I mean, you know, and I hear people in my state just railing about how wonderful it would be to have mass transit, and it's something that I would never use because it'd be totally useless to me. Um, and it, I mean, and I'm a you know a special case in that with the wheelchair, but driving allows me to get where I need to. If I got to run to Walgreens, I can go to their parking lot, and if it's not clean, then I don't go to that one. You know. Um, it's really rough in the winter. And it's, like I said, it's not as bad as Revelstoke, but 
I can just imagine if they had mass transit, it'd be totally useless in the winter. Well, we have we have a couple of buses. I told you that. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, but Johnny doesn't drive any of them. No, and we put our wheelchair people on ice flows. I so thought you we, were going to say on the front of the bus, yeah, <laughs> Mad well, Max that's style. True. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we we put a plow in front of them and just uh, yeah. Well, I mean, and buses are totally useless in the winter for people. I mean, I've got a friend of mine that drives a bus in Milwaukee, and he, like he said, it it absolutely astounds him that people will take the bus in the winter who are in wheelchairs. And you see them wheeling for a half hour to go a block, and then they get on, try to get on the vehicle, but the curb cuts or wherever the bus stops at, there's a mound of snow, and he can't legally help them. So if they can't get on themselves, they're screwed. And you can't control snow. No matter how many times you clean it off sometimes, if it's a snow day, it's going to frickin' snow. But, yeah. but you got you got to go outside, Patrick. You know, YOLO. You, yeah, right, YOLO, yes. You got to go outside. Yeah. You got to breathe the air. You got to walk around. Yeah. Hey, you know what? That's Makes you feel better. Me. You got to make your ass hurt. <laughs> and we've officially gone full circle thank you very much jim <laughs> how did you know i was already you know like you looked at the clock didn't you yeah, yeah. she went over 90 minutes she's she's yeah. gonna be wrapping up the show here right that's right um, yeah <laughs> all right patrick i'm sorry to the phone caller but i i did already make the decision to to wrap it up uh maybe next time uh, Patrick, Mark, and Jim, thank you so much for calling me this evening. I've had a great time with you guys. Have a wonderful evening, and I'll talk to you later. Toodles. All righty. Well, there goes our citizen panel for the evening. <laughs> oh, wow. I really screwed up my soundboard. One of these days, I will have it right before I start the show. Uh, <laughs> See, what happens, I, I start things up, and then I decide, oh, I want to play this promo, I don't want to play that one, and, and I always forget to change up the order, and, and, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and then some nights, you know, trying to log into GabNet Central, you know, so I can restart the server after I stop the show. Sometimes it just does not want to open up. It's been trying to open for the last few minutes here. I, 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 I thought that, you know, I was going to be able to get it going um, as I was saying goodbye to the citizen panel, but I'm not sure what I'm going to do with this one. However, I'm not going to make the recording uh, go on and on and on. Maybe I'll replay the, uh, I know what I'll do. Uh, just in case, I will replay the Driving Seeb's Crazy after the Kitty Closer um, if if I'm unable to to connect. I don't know. That'll buy me some more time. So, wait. Ah, I'm screwing everything up over here. That's going to do it for our broadcast day. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, two new citizen panels for you. The exchange is going to uh, be a repeat. So at uh, 10 p.m., uh, we've got at 10 p.m. Eastern, we've got 
Uh, Alex Bennett's Ramble. That's that, that's that's who it is. Yeah, Alex Bennett. It's all about Alex Bennett. Uh, and then at uh, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific, Revelstoke Gym's Canadian content. I will be back next Tuesday here on the Great Alex Bennett Network. Uh, a tune-in partner. <laughs> I'll see you then. <laughs> Thanks for joining me. Beat, Beat. Beat.